Welcome to the Lift Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and this podcast has been created to provide you with inspirational and uplifting content to help you level up in life. Join me while I interview amazing guests from around the world who share their highs, lows, successes, failures, tips and advice to help you along your own journey. I am also sharing my own transformation process with you while I am on the road to becoming my ultimate self. In this podcast, you can expect all things mindset, health, fitness, spirituality and personal development. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I am your host, Laura, and I'm so grateful that you are joining me today. This week, I was joined by Nat, who is the owner and founder of The Nakery, which is a vegan bakery based here in Liverpool, and her business has boomed over the last four years, four or five years since she first created it, and she proudly only uses vegan friendly ingredients to create her treats and her cakes as part of her business and I was so excited to get Nat onto the podcast and have a chat with her because even though she is a successful businesswoman she's very business savvy and she's achieved a lot and has a lot of big ambitions and goals that she is working towards. She is also very much connected to her spiritual self and focuses a lot about finding the answers within, looking to astrology for guidance, numerology. She enjoys spending time in nature and is just connected to the feminine energy to enable her to bring out her creative side. Obviously, things didn't start off for Nat like this and during this episode, she shares with us how she got to the point that she is at now and what her plans are for the future in terms of her growth and expansion and how she wants to be able to continue to positively impact people's lives, not only through the nakery but through other business ventures as well that she is pursuing. And not only that, Nat does have a podcast as well which is called The Naked Truth. I will link it in the show notes if you want to check it out after you've listened to this episode. The final thing that I would just ask as a favour to me If you enjoy this episode or any of my previous episodes that I've released, I'd be so grateful if you could give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app, which is just the stars that you see. It'll literally take two minutes of your time, if that, but it will just make a real big difference to me and to this podcast because it will help with the growth and the reach and more people being able to find my podcast I guess and this content that I create so if you do enjoy this episode let me in that now tag us in your stories or drop me a message our Instagram handles will also be linked in the description and with that being said I hope you have a lovely day or night wherever you are and I will speak to you all soon thank you so much for listening welcome to the podcast Matt how are you I'm good thank you how are you I'm very well I'm excited to speak to you today Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be on. Um, I think it'll be really good as well to start off with you just giving us a background to your story and how you've created what you have so far. Yeah, yeah. So um, this all started back in 2015. At the time, I was in university studying psychology. So basically left school, had no real idea or clue of what I wanted to do. 
and I really enjoyed psychology so I thought I'd go to uni or study psychology and when I was there everyone just seemed to have everything figured out and I was kind of the outsider in some ways because as I say I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my future and I know a lot of people can probably resonate with this as well I was just sitting there thinking like people wanted to be educational psychologists people wanted to be clinical psychologists all of these different things and I was thinking I just don't know what I want to do um so I started to create these cakes in the kitchen at home and they were basically all made from natural ingredients like nuts, dates, cacao, coconut oil, things like that. And at the time I was also really struggling with disordered eating. So I had like quite a toxic relationship with food. I used to restrict myself a lot. Um, people can probably relate to this too and especially women you know I just had this really really toxic relationship around food and when I started to experiment with all these ingredients I was like wow the power of like the centuries worth of like healing benefits within these foods and just connecting with that I was like oh, I need to spread this and then everyone just started to try them like friends and family and they all fell in love with them and they said you need to do it you need to do it as a business and I was like what a business like I don't even know how like like what way do I start um so basically I just in the end set up an Instagram page just with everyone persuading me to and then back then in 2015 Instagram wasn't as big as it is now and definitely like veganism and plant-based wasn't as big as it is now so I just kind of got in there at the right time I think and it grew really organically really fast and then I ended up dropping out to university because the business just took off that fast that I just knew that I had no choice really so I come to a bit of a crossroads in second year and when I finished second year uni I thought I need to either choose whether I'm going to stay here or whether I'm going to put all my energy into the business and it was a no-brainer really to be honest that I just followed my heart and just ended up leaving university to start the business and it was really funny because um, my head of year was like we've never had anyone leave for that reason like people have left because they're sick or they're pregnant or they have family issue or just different things and he was like we've never had anyone come and say were leaving to start a business and they were really supportive um, in John Moore's and yeah they really supported my decision so it was amazing. And I think it was good that you had that view of like this is what I want to do so it started off as like a passion project and you were getting this good feedback from like your family and friends there must have been an inner knowing for you thinking I'm onto something here and I need to run with it that was like a stronger pull factor than the safe option let's say of university and doing what everyone else was doing but I thought it was interesting that you said like when you were around the people on your course you felt like a little bit of the outsider like you thought I don't actually know what I want to do here and everyone seems to be that focused on what they're going to get out of this degree and it was almost like the cake you know bacon come about to as like a way of helping you on that journey and do you think like you were divinely guided at that point coming inside with your issues with with food as well at the time? Yeah 100% because I mean I was probably at the lowest place in my life when I was struggling with the eating and stuff and yeah I think it was just by divine guidance 100% and when I look back at that like I actually get like goosebumps and shivers because I'm 
like it just couldn't have come at like a more significant time for me and the, the change was really profound actually and it, it really did help me heal we'll start to heal because that's been a massive journey as well but at that time you know when I started to eat these foods and obviously get all that nutritional benefit and actually enjoy the food because as I say it was just this cycle of restriction and binging and restriction and binging mm. that I never really felt fulfilled and you know I never felt fulfilled eating foods and then as soon as I started to eat these treats and with all the intention that I put into them and all the work that I put into them I was like wow um and then yeah it just really did just come at the right time and it seemed like it was just effortless in ways it just you know it just like come through me a little bit and I say this sometimes it sounds a bit far out for some people especially if I'm in like you know in business networking events and stuff and I'm like you know I just feel like a channel for it and it's a bit like it can sound a bit far out sometimes but yeah 100% I just think it was my path just coming at that right time and I really just feel like I had no choice when I look back I'm like I I had no choice really but to follow that because Mm -hmm. it was just 100% 100% my calling yeah and if you didn't you probably look back and think oh what if if I didn't do that and I want to talk to you a little bit more about the food and your issues in the past with with eating because I can relate to you and I think many other girls will be able to as well if that's okay with you and just unpick it a little bit more because I'll, t- I'll explain a little bit about mine my personal kind of issues with food in the past was more around restriction and not eating say like cutting certain food groups out doing excessive amounts of cardio in the gym and I've spoke openly on the podcast about like my issues with like body dysmorphia and not always striving for more and never feeling satisfied even if I was doing all this work in the gym and I love the fact that you like started to set this intention of creating, you know, baking these these treats with good ingredients, like healthy ingredients that were nourishing your body. And you felt the difference. Do you think like it was almost like a way of you like healing yourself or how did that come about? And was your restrictions similar to mine or was it a little bit different? Yeah, I can definitely resonate with a lot of what you've said there. Um, I think at the time what it was for me, I left school and at school you know I, I I had issues with like my weight and stuff and I was always overweight and as soon as I left school I just started the gym and as soon as I started to see results it was like that obsession with just as you say just wanting more and more and more and then starting to just really restrict you know the amount of food that I was eating for the amount of work that I was doing at the gym like I remember I used to like look at the calories on the treadmill and make sure that I was burning more calories off than what I was eating and then it just turned into this spiral effect and obviously through the week I'd just been massively restricting my calories to the point where like I had no energy you know my period stopped I was so dangerously underweight mm. when I look back at them pictures I'm like wow I don't even recognize myself and the body dysmorphia for me was massive because everyone around me was so worried like my parents my family friends and I just couldn't see what they were seeing at all and I just thought I was like I was still overweight but I was just so so underweight and it was just a slippery slope really and as I say it really did just come at the right time because I think even a few more weeks within that cycle you know I I, 99.9% certain that I would have ended up hospitalized because Mm. it was that bad um and yeah I was just dangerously dangerously underweight and it was just like this turnaround and obviously these things don't happen overnight and mentally 
is the biggest battle because there's still patterns there that I still recognise in myself now. The only difference now is I'm more aware of it. So I know if I'm slipping down, like it's very, very fine line for me. And I know if I'm getting back into that old habits, I can see it happening. Whereas back then, I just didn't have that awareness. I didn't know how to deal with it. And it really made me realise how powerful the mind is actually because in the body dysmorphia, it was like the reflection was just different. Now, when I look back at the pictures, it's like, how could I not see that back at me in the mirror? But I just didn't. And it's just the, the mind is just so powerful. And if we don't know how to manage it, and we don't know how tools with how to deal with that, which we don't get taught at school, unfortunately, we don't get taught enough. It's like, it, it can just spiral out of control. And mm. yeah. It's it's like we're conditioned to look at what is wrong and what we can do to fix it and even if we start changing we don't necessarily see it and you're right it's the power of the mind if we get that much up in our own head we can't see things for what they are and it's not until you get I think it's a lot to do with like getting more connected with your body and then taking that step back and seeing things from an outsider's point of view and I think it's really good that you've been able to build that as well and the fact that you're aware of like what triggers you so you can like catch yourself in that point like I'm the same and I always like talk about it's like if I fall off track and I go back to my old ways I can just pull it back and then not judge myself for it you know what I mean Uh, yeah that's been coming up a lot for me lately just that acceptance because Mm -hmm. the more you know the things that we keep resisting we will become so for me it's like not resisting these these thoughts and these sensations these things that come up more so looking at it from a point of okay I accept that I know why it's coming up I see it coming up but then just being able to like surrender to whatever's coming and just keep the awareness of like I know that they're old thought patterns that don't serve me anymore so I'm just gonna like let them be and not so much a pushing away of it or a you know suppressing which I'm the queen of you know suppressing emotions I've done that all my life but it's just the more so of letting it rise being aware of it and then it will pass just like Mm. everything passes you know nothing's permanent anyway so was there anything else I know you said obviously about the bacon but was there anything else that helped you build that inner self-love for yourself like did you do anything else at that point that improved the situation Mm, yeah definitely like CrossFit was a massive part of it for me because when I started to go to the CrossFit gym that I used to train at, I started to see women who were, you know, breaking boundaries in the sense of they were, you know, lifting weights, they they were like strong. And for me, it become, okay, like I can be strong and that's going to help me be mentally strong, not just physically. So that was the turning point for me. It was like, you know, when I was training like that, it was like I needed to eat more because I wanted to be stronger. And then the needing to eat more was then translating to, you know, more stamina at the gym, being able to lift more weights. And again, that can turn into that mindset of like, you want more, more, more. Mm. So you have to be mindful of that. But in the sense that it was just, it was channeled in a healthier way for me in CrossFit because it was more about, you know, I was competing against myself. I was wanting to, you know, better myself in terms of my physical health. Um, But in terms of like how much I could lift and things like that so it was it was a lot to do with like being physically strong which was then helping me to be more mentally strong throughout that process which was what I needed then 
Um, but then I got into yoga too and yoga was amazing for me because that was that real connection between like mind, body and spirit mm. and it was less so about you know aesthetics and it was more so about connecting them three them three modalities together and integrating that so that was really important for me as well yeah and the focus is taken away from how you look to how you perform and then how you feel and I think when that energy is different you start to just have a different outlook on your body don't you and you start to be more grateful for things like the fact that you can lift a particular weight or you can do it posing yoga I don't know headstands I don't know how good you are at yoga but it does it just shift things doesn't it completely and you can just be more appreciative for like what it is that you have and how important was the like the inner work you were doing on yourself in the gym and like the self-acceptance for creating the business as well because for you to make the decision to leave university after two years and start your own business that would have taken a lot of like gut like a lot of self-belief within yourself so how did you do that was it a transferable thing as part of like the gym or was it anything else yeah I think it was definitely transferable and then around maybe a year in two years in I started meditation which was again just really powerful for me and it it was able to take me on because with with me in work it was like sometimes I'd just be all consumed by the hours you know I'm not gonna lie when I first started the business I was working like seven days a week non-stop and I was just in this super you know toxic masculinity mindset that I had to work seven days a week you know I had to work all the hours under the sun otherwise I wasn't going to be successful and it was just like this constant like work with no rest because I didn't see rest as being productive back then I didn't I didn't see rest as something that was going to fulfill me back then but now I realize after you know two years of doing them huge crazy hours that rest was actually something that was really important so after them first few years I just burnt out and I learned the hard way that you need rest and people were also telling me but it's like for me when other people tell me I don't I don't I don't listen I have this resistance to I mean you know it's like people tell me to do something I'm going to do the opposite so that's always been that rebellious nature in me I've had that since I was in school and I think you know even looking back at school report cards it's just that rebellion um but I did learn the hard way that you know rest is so so important and yeah it, it actually it was quite difficult because after a few years it was like I just didn't even want to I'd lost all motivation you know and then we lost the shop in Bold Street which was a big huge journey for us because we'd only been there a year mm-hmm. and we were building up this huge customer base where people were queuing outside before we'd even opened and then all of a sudden the landlord says you know you need to go you've got three weeks and we were like oh what like what are we even gonna do so I think it's then more difficult times in business that really you know you've got to have the tools you've got to have the tools like meditation for me anyway personally uh, yoga just all these different things just like faith as well just having mm. faith in something bigger because if you haven't got that the days where or the weeks or the months where you're not making money everything's you know at an all-time low you've got to have something that's going to pull you through that so for me that was just this inner knowing that this is my call and this is what I'm here to do it's not even as if it's like work or a job for me it was like this huge just calling really this huge purpose that I feel like I was here to do 
Um, so yeah, it's just having having that faith. Mm, I think that's so important as well because you are going to experience those up and down moments and you know you can read all the books can't you from successful people and read what they've done and how they've done it but until you're going through that process you don't know how you're going to react to situations what you're going to be faced with how you're going to respond so like what you're saying is when you threw yourself into it and you're putting all your energy in because you thought that was the only way and then you realize actually I need to take this step back I think so many people can relate to that because I think that things have changed and evolved more haven't they over the past couple of years with more awareness around like feminine energy and resting but I think if you haven't got anyone around you to guide you and you're just winging it you are just going to kind of do whatever you initially think aren't you and then you just need to pivot and as like an entrepreneur not around like going with your gut and connecting with your intuition but also making these like logical decisions what advice would you give to someone around like doing that particularly if like it might not make make logical sense you know to make a big risk and go from one thing to another to other people but to you it feels right like how do you deal with that yeah I think for me it's been just personal experience of just having to balance these two energies because when I come out of that masculinity of just go 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 all the time I burnt out so then I just went way into the feminine which also wasn't serving me so it's like having this balance and I think this is really going to be a huge journey throughout my life is just finding the balance between that masculine and feminine I think it's so so important because when I went you know too into the feminine it was like I wasn't getting anything done for me that wasn't serving me because I feel I have got a lot like I feel like I need to I've got a lot to do within this lifetime you know I've got all these things I've got the podcast the skincare and the shop which is all you know passions and it's all life purpose for me so it was like this this isn't this isn't good because I feel like I can't get anything done and you know I was having way too much rest and I think it was needed both of these things have been essential for me to be able to learn and grow but for now it's coming back into that balance and I think when you're in that balanced place you know balance between masculine and feminine balance between intellect and intuition is so important because having intellect without intuition is like super dangerous Mm. but also having intuition without intellect can also be equally as dangerous when we're making big choices so it's just about finding things that will put you into balance between all of these energies and all of these different dynamics because as I said, having one without the other, you'll you'll learn the hard way, you know. So hundred percent. And they're both as powerful as each other, aren't they? And I think there's a time and a place to use both. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to everything you're saying there around like you were involved in more the masculine, then it was more the feminine. And now you're just getting used to that sweet spot balance because the reality is if you have goals, like obviously you do, you need to have that drive to then actually go and achieve them but then you need to let go of that like control and the feel like the need to feel like you know what's going to happen next because we don't was there any anyone in particular like a coach or a mentor or a book that was helping you to discover this or did you just learn for yourself yeah when I when I think of mentors I've actually had so many um at first when I was first getting into the business 
you know, I wasn't aware that it was more of a spiritual path. So at the time I was just like watching Gary Vee videos all the time, which, which <laughs> makes sense now. Cause when I look back, I was just in that super masculine state, which yeah. Gary Vee kind of, you know, promotes. So yeah, um, he was a big part. I just used to listen to a lot of his stuff, watch a lot of his videos. Um, and that really helped me to understand, you know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices and, and that's okay, you know, because this is, I felt like, I, again, like I was doing something that was, I was playing a part in, but it was way bigger than me. Mm -hmm. So I was making these sacrifices, understanding that, you know, I'm building here, building something that's, you know, worth building and it's going to be like, a, I want to build a legacy at the end of the day. So I had to make sacrifices and um, it hasn't always been easy. And that really helped me through because a lot of the stuff that he was saying, I could like relate to. And um, so that really helped me then. But now, I've, you know, if I think of gurus and mentors for me now, it's more in the spiritual side of things. So I have so many women around me, like Emma Chan, helped me so much with eating. I went on her course, it was like six weeks long um, and we, we looked into all these eating behaviors and stuff and that was super important for me because I still have patterns that were playing out mm -hmm. that I just wasn't aware of. Um, so many other like friends and, and family and people who I can who resonate with now who have just been massive for me. So yeah, I think I'm just really finding the right community now and, and seeing who I fit with and stuff and that's been a journey too. Mm, and the very fact that you spend the time to do that in a work around like healing the issues with eating it'll probably help you more on the business side won't it because you'll have more focus to on your work mm -hmm. 100% yeah, yeah definitely and I think as well like with Gary V like I go through periods where I watch his videos as well but I do think what you listen to what you consume you can like become it can take over you a little bit can't it because you just solely focus on that and you can be very tunnel vision. You know, when you mentioned about like making making sacrifices, how old were you when you started the Naked Week? 18. 18. So at 18 and you had this intention of creating this business, were your friends like in a different place at that time, like wanting to go out? Were you having to make sacrifices there? Mm, definitely. Like in university, everyone was going on student nights out. I didn't go on one student night out. And I actually um, spent or like the majority of my student loan on equipment. And then leading on from that, when I did start the business, there's been plenty of times where friends have gone out or gone on holidays or gone to places and I just haven't been able to go. So it was just that, you know, for me at the time, I had to do that because as I say, a lot of the time, I just felt like I had no choice in, in the best possible way because I was just following that calling. Mm -hmm. And I really do feel like it was much bigger than what I could even comprehend. So it was just like, I have to do this. And, yeah. I, yeah, I love that. I love that you had that in a knowing and you just ran with it and nothing was going to hold you back and stop you. And I think that is like required for a successful person. Like you need to have that belief within yourself regardless of what everyone else is doing around you yeah 100 percent, definitely so I know you mentioned about like having trust in a higher power and things beyond what we can see and I wanted to delve into that a little bit more with you for a selfish perspective really because <laughs> I'm not really familiar with like astrology and numerology and how that can help us in our lives in terms of like relationships our relationship with ourselves or out of relationships and 
success so how did you discover like astrology and applying that to your life and how much has that like impacted you yeah astrology has been such a huge like revelation for me because back when I was working these long hours and I was doing all these things in the business I just couldn't sometimes understand exactly why I was doing it because there's been times where it would have been easier to just give up you know and just say I'm done now because like for instance the time when we lost the shop on Bold Street that was Mm. like challenging and difficult and I could have given up then there's been countless points where I could, could have given up but as I say I always felt like this thing was just pulling me through so when I had my first astrology reading and found out that I had had planets in Capricorn I was like okay it's starting to make sense because Capricorn is the sign of you know business and entrepreneurship and things like that so to have five planets in Capricorn I was like okay I know I understand where this has come from because none of my family have ever like been entrepreneurial or own businesses or anything like that so it was like where is this coming from like why do I want to be my own boss why do I want to have a business and then yeah as I say I looked at the planet and was like wow and then I started to read up more on my Venus is in Aquarius and as I say I've always loved everything that's unconventional I've always loved you know, rebellious people. I've always been drawn to these people. I always remember vividly actually having conversations with my friends and they'd be talking and they'd be saying, oh, they're a bit weird, them, aren't they? And I'd say, I, I love them. I actually <laughs> love them. So I think I've always just been drawn to this, you know, it's, there's always been this something within me that just loves uniqueness in people. And when I found out my Venus was in Aquarius and Venus is the planet that, you know, it, it shows what we love and what we admire in people and things like that and I was like Venus in Aquarius of course that's where it comes from and just things started to, to click for me and I was like this just shows and then you can go back and set a certain date and see where you know the planets were on that date and you can track certain events and everything just started to add up and then I was like wow so the planets are really having an effect on us like our lives it's like it's already mapped out like we have our natal chart which is like our natal promise and as soon as we take our first breath it's like a snapshot of the sky at the time when you were born and this can say so much about our personality you know about who we're gonna admire and love who who we're gonna connect with our life path and and I've actually got a north node in Libra and north node is where we're going in this life and how much have I said balance within this episode alone and I've always been like I just need to find balance and Libra is all about balance and coming from Aries which is the south node which you know is where I'm coming from and Aries is all about being alone and you know it can it can real like you know just wanting to to go things alone and I really feel that because for a lot of time I did and I didn't accept help from anyone and I didn't like to ask for help and now it's like I'm coming into this Libra essence which is more about you know fans and balance between everything and that's where I feel like I'm really heading for this whole lifetime and then I had moon and Aries moon rules the emotions and Aries is all you know it's like the little child of the zodiac the little baby 
and it's quite fiery and I was like that resonates as well and it's so strange because I always felt like I had this pull of wanting to do things first and initiate things and innovate but then I also had this energy of wanting to do it for the long term and Capricorn you know rules the long term and Aries rules the short term so it was like I had this balance between the two and it was it was just fascinating. I remember just falling in love with it and I'm, I'm definitely no expert on it now, but I'm, I'm learning it slowly and there's so much to learn. Like it goes so deep, but right now I'm just kind of getting in there and learning it because as soon as I first read about it, I was just like, wow. Blows your mind. Wow. How did you find the right person to go to to discover this? So it was just based on recommendation. I was lucky enough to have people around me that, you know, practiced astrology. And when I got my first reading, that was just based on recommendation. Um, it was an astrological called Kateria News. So she's on Instagram, she's on YouTube, and she does readings. And she was just phenomenal. Like, it just blew my mind. I was like, wow, this is just the amount of things that she knew about me that I, I hadn't told. Obviously, I didn't know this woman at all and she just knew so many intricate details about my life and about my personality it was just it was just wow and you know it's all it's all there it's very um it's very mathematical there's a lot of equations that go into calculating things and it's you know very very accurate like you can get down to the degree with planets and what that means for that certain placement and stuff so it's it really is. It just like it just keeps giving. It's like as soon as you start learning about it, you can just go deeper and deeper. It could take I don't know all your life to learn and more. <laughs> There's just so much. There's so much. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to look at getting one because I'm just intrigued now to see what mine says and understanding. I love learning new things as well, and that's I like understanding and just evolving in terms of me spiritual practice and knowledge. But the question that's coming to my mind is, you know, you're so like much of a go-getter and you've got these big goals and dreams and stuff, which is amazing. And I totally resonate with you. But, you know, if you've got this vision as well or view around like the planets and things being mapped out, do you think that we can create our reality or is our reality already created for us? This is a question that I ponder about a lot of the time. I actually just wonder. Most times, you know, late at night before I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, existential. <laughs> it just comes. This question comes to me a lot, and you know what? To be totally honest, I I don't know. Um, I do believe that a portion of our life is mapped out. You know, if you look at astrology, it's it's there. It's in the natal chart as soon as we're born, and you know you can look at that and be like, it's it, it's all already written which I, I agree with and, I, and again I understand but then also it's like even if you look at each sign each sign has you know the empowered frequency and the shadow frequency so if you was to look at um I don't know Leo um on the shadow frequency they could come across as like quite arrogant and mm-hmm. um, they could have like all of these shadow traits and but if you look at Leo in the empowered state, it's all about expression and self-expression and creativity. So for each sign, there's, you know, lots of different keywords that relate to the shadow frequency and there's lots of different meanings that relate to the empowered frequency. So I guess by, you know, raising our vibration within this life, we can choose whether we want to operate from a shadow frequency or an empowered frequency. And I guess that will determine the outcome to some degree. 
Um, but I, it's still something that I'm quite like, oh, I actually speak about it a lot and I, with friends and stuff. And we have hours long of discussion of whether this is the case. Yeah. It's something that I'm just not sure about. I, I, I agree with both. So it's, yeah. I think you could just get lost in it, couldn't you? Because it comes down to like what you believe. And also as well, like to add to all that is like the, the law of attraction element and law of vibration and manifesting. So do you apply that to your life or are you much more focused on like the planets and, and things? Yeah, it's a bit of both really. Like I definitely, I definitely, you know, look at both and, and practice both. So yeah, in terms of what one is more prevalent I just don't know it's again just I guess balancing between the two mm. it's one of them questions like will we get to the bottom of like if we have free will or not it's just do we don't we <laughs> don't like know. one of the questions is there afterlife like yeah no do we because like people can I've watched a documentary on Netflix I don't know if you've seen it called Survive and Death and um, it's about these people where they're like on the brink of death and then they're brought back to life or they die and then they're brought back to life and they have these visions and things where like they've they've seen things and some people like say like have hallucinations or whatever it's actually physically happened and then obviously there's been people who like children who've been born and they they've said that they used to be someone in a past life and they're able to like remember certain things about that person they believe they used to be so you could just go down this rabbit hole couldn't you around like what is true and I think sometimes you just have to go with what's true for you don't you 100 percent. yeah yeah I definitely resonate with a lot of the past life stuff I've had like a few past life readings too and that seem to like resonate a lot with me as well so it's just it's all of these things I guess and yeah just seeing what works best for you and what you Mm. can kind of operate best from yeah yeah one of the things that I love that you said is choosing whether you want to be like in the shadow or raise your frequency and go go. that relates to me a lot because you do have a choice in terms of how you respond to a situation and whether you respond like in the light or in the dark and then that will impact what you get back but you know when you say about raising your frequency and your energy what are some tips that you do that help you feel in a good place? Yeah, for me, it's been definitely meditation has been the number one. That's what kind of brought me into this spiritual path. I remember doing a Martin Burns meditation course. And that for me was like, as soon as, as, soon as I started to meditate, it just was, again, another game changer, another revelation that I've always kind of kept with me. I dip in and out um, I tend to have quite a regular practice but sometimes I'll kind of self-sabotage and I won't do it and then I'll dip back in but every time I do go back into just sitting in meditation I realise how much I actually need to sit in meditation and um, going out in nature massive like at the moment I'm studying herbalism and that's going to be like another chapter of just learning about the plants and how deeply connected we are to nature and I think again that was important for me with with my body image and things like that and I recently just recorded an exciting project documentary with um, some amazing women who've been involved and throughout all of these topics of body image and society's pressure on beauty for women and stuff it was every single every single woman had a different story but every single woman said that getting in nature helped them you know Mm -hmm. to overcome issues around body image and stuff 
because I think when we get into nature and when we really consciously connect so what I mean by that is you know dropping into the heart space because so for me you know there's so much mind chatter there's so much going on up here and I know that's the same for the majority of us so by dropping into the heart just doing some deep breathing really being conscious of your breathing and then just sitting with you know feeling drawn to different plants or different trees and just sitting with them and you're gonna get downloads in a way that you can't even intellectually you know say like I can't move away from a tree and say oh I've had this but you just know that something mm -hmm. is connecting, something's happening and some of these trees you know obviously hundreds thousand years old sitting by these trees it's like wow the energy and the power if you if you are able to drop in obviously a constant meditation practice is going to be able to help you do that and um, breath work's also been amazing and um, I've tried cold water therapy also love that um, and just finding you know a community that you can really connect with and really be open and vulnerable with is so important you know opening up communi communicating with people sharing your truth that's also been really empowering for me as well because for so long I was just a people pleaser and never used to set boundaries or speak me truth around groups or people and right now it's like I'm coming into this stage where I'm starting to open up you know through through singing through speaking and just doing these different workshops and stuff and that has been amazing I've done like workshops at the inner guru which I'd really recommend it's an amazing centre and um, Emma Chan who I mentioned before does some amazing work and um, along with Amy they do workshops together um, and you can really start connecting and also like connecting with the womb as well it's been really powerful for me and um, getting in touch with the inner cycles and really tuning into that because as women we have this amazing process that we go through this initiation of going through the inner seasons and if you start to connect to that then you can start to utilize them what works best for you so within your inner summer you might be more extroverted you into you're more introverted and learning all of that um, has been fascinating too and Rebecca Stewart's been a massive teacher for me in that too. It's just stripping it down to nature to the natural elements of life because in society we're, we're led to believe aren't we that we need to buy this particular product or go and get this particular you know to make us feel better about ourselves but the fact that you're almost like recognizing and advocating that there are other ways that you can actually do that and discover more about yourself is so powerful because I agree what you're saying when you're in when you're in nature I like going for walks by myself and not listening to like any musical podcasts and just being present and I get those like creative ideas and thoughts that come to me um I haven't like necessarily like sat by a tree and done that, but I definitely will. And as I'm kind of caring less about what other people think about me, I'm just connecting to whatever I want to do. And do you ever like set an intention and, and almost be like, I'm really struggling with this or I'm unsure about that. Can you, can I have a sign please? Or do you just like let go and see whatever comes? Yeah, 100% setting intentions has been massive too. And just you know, asking, just ask for guidance, ask for help, like, that'll come, we just need to be able to ask for these things, and, and as long as you're receptive to the signs, like, there's been times where I've just been walking down the street laughing my head off, because I just have the maddest synchronicities, where I'm like, how is this even possible, and I honestly think the universe has, the, like, the funniest sense of humour, because the things that have happened, 
I mean, a massive one for me was um, when I renamed the business. So when I first started, it was Nat's Natural Nutrition, which is like so long-winded. And I wanted to change the name just for it to be a little bit more catchy. And um, people didn't really know what Nat's Natural Nutrition was. It was a bit like it could be anything, you know, a nutritional service, anything. Mm. So I wanted to rename it. So I come up with the name The Nafy, which is basically, you know, like naked and beefy combined. Um, and I just thought, yeah, love it. Gonna do that name. And then two years later, we moved into the shop, which is 44 Berry Street. And when I seen the shop, it was just like, it was like a building site. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, this is the place. Like, this is where I need to be. It just felt like home. It was, I can't even describe the feeling I got when I walked in there. And I realised it was 44. And I was like, hmm, double numbers. And I wasn't really into numerology, but I just knew that seeing double numbers was obviously Mm -hmm. significant. So I, I searched the meaning of 44. And it was saying, like, this is going to be a foundation. This is, like, a major part of your life that's going to be building structure. And it's going to be hard work, but it'll be worth it. And this is what you guys are to. And all of these meanings I was reading, and I was like, wow, this is fascinating. Um, and then I just couldn't stop seeing 44 in the craziest of places. And it was just repeating itself all of the time. Every time I'd look at the clock, I'd be 44. I, once I was walking with my friends talking about the shop, turned to the left, and there was just a big, massive 44 painting. Oh it was like, what? It was just the most random time. I, well, not random, of course. It was all, you know, it was all really aligned. Yeah. But then um, my friends studies Gematria, so it's the numerical value of letters. So every single letter in the alphabet has a numerical value. And you can put words just on Google in this Gematria calculator and you can see the numerical value of the words. So bear in mind, we had changed the name to the Nakery. We'd moved to 44 Berry Street. And then you're talking like three years later, we decided to calculate the Nakery on the Gematria calculator. And it was 44. No way. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, how is that even? 44 and it was it was just the most mind-blowing I was like wow it's just this constant I feel like my life's just this constant like a series of just mind-blowing events where it just connects me even deeper and I think it just um for me just brings me back to that place of you know this is an alignment Mm -hmm. and sometimes when I'm struggling or when I'm in a you know quite a dark place or I'm overcoming all this shadowy stuff and I see these signs it just makes me smile because I think this is this is it and it just gives me that lovely like warm feeling inside so yeah it's like a reassurance isn't it like you're on the right track I see a lot of like I went through a period I've seen a lot of 333 and then like one 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 I see a lot but 444 has been a recent thing and whenever I do see them numbers I think about what I've just been thinking about in that moment and then it's almost like a connection isn't it like yes like I need to just keep keep on this track and just stay persistent but it's I I love I love that and I I think as well a lot of people if they're not into it they might listen and think why would you just make a decision off seeing like numbers but it's the energy behind it and the meaning and how it makes you feel. Like the fact that you said you walked into that shop and you just knew instantly this is the place. 
this is where I'm going to go. It's there's so much power in that. And it doesn't necessarily need to make sense to people in the logical mind. Exactly, exactly. And the more we strengthen, you know, it's not about so much connecting to the intuition if you've never developed that connection. So I, I understand why it might sound a bit out there for people, but you know, this has been practiced for thousands of years. So it's not at my new age. It's it's literally there, you know, in the ancient text. And this is a, a remembrance more than anything of coming back to these gifts and remembering that we actually have this within us no matter how much we've been pulled away, no matter how much we haven't tuned in, we can build up this, you know, this strength and this memory of coming back to the intuition. And the more that we do that, the more that within them moments we'll feel it. So it's not, I understand it might be hard to connect at first, but then the more you can develop a more regular practice and get more connection and awareness, you know, coming back into your body, then the more it will become easier. So it's, it's like the more you practice, the more that you actually get out of it and the more that you strengthen that connection. Yeah, it's just being persistent and not letting the ego prevent you from falling into it. Because that's massive. It's like the ego will just try everything. Yeah, yeah, from meditating, journaling, I have it with everything that I do. It's just this resistance of the ego just doesn't want you to do that, but you've just got to be like, I'm doing this, so... yeah. (laughs) and the stronger your connection to your intuition you'll just go with it more why do you think as a society we are so disconnected from our intuition I think you know the more disconnected we are the better consumers we are so if at the end of the day if we realize that everything's within we're not going to consume as much nowhere near as much as we do now the more that we look outside of ourselves and we look externally the more that we're one we're going to want to consume so we're going to look at all of this stuff outside of us and say you know I need them shoes I need that bag I need this I need that I need more clothes just more 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 but the more that we come within it's like this is already all that we need you know so a big part of it I think is consumerism and just you know like the big corporations and things they just they want us to consume more at the end of the day and there's these you know it's all about money and things like that so there's financial incentive there and there's there's just the ego as well which is essential because it keeps us safe but the more that you let the ego run away with itself it's like that's going to stop us from if we're just going to get in our own way basically mm-hmm. so there's the there's the external perspective of this there's things that don't want us to get in touch with our intuition but then there's also um you know the ego which is a part a part of us at the end of the day but that's going to stop us from connecting deeper into these deeper parts of ourselves but I think the more that you just as I say the more you do drop into that you just realize it's the most blissful thing that you can do and it really does just bring you peace once you've got past all these blocks and and thoughts are going to come up you know things are going to come up but the more that you just practice having awareness on the breath having awareness within the body then things just become easier and also developing like a strong body through yoga or whatever is going to help because you're about to sit in postures for longer you're about to you know sit and meditate but yeah it's just it's just all about I think keeping us in the mindset that we need external things when we don't as such we just need to come more internally and then the things that we need you know such as food shelter 
obviously all the you know necessity is mm. for survival but it's just not over consuming it's more coming to a place of we've got what we need inside of us yeah definitely and I think as well like we're so obsessed with our phones and technology and I know that it can bring a lot of good in terms of like business and some level of connection and meeting people but we can be so consumed with the phone as well which can cause us to disconnect from our intuition as well yeah definitely I feel like that's becoming you know more prevalent now and especially with younger generations now as well it's like I've had the blessing of being able to have like portion of my childhood without the phone and without social media and then it's been introduced so it's like I see both sides of it I see the polarity between both but I think for the generations coming now it's like they don't know nothing else apart from being on their phone and being on social media which is obviously designed to be so addictive mm. that it's hard to be home to them cycles and it's hard to you know have awareness of when you're scrolling like even now for me I could pick up the phone start scrolling and it's like having that awareness of what am I doing like I don't need to do that but if I didn't have that awareness it would just be you know I'd just be sitting there scrolling until just manlessly and then just makes you numb doesn't it and then you just feel like shit about yourself when you've when you scrolled all through it's just Yeah. yeah it's pointless and I think having that awareness of just being like I need to stop here and I need to bring it back and then you can just feel a lot better in yourself you are big on like goals and stuff and working Mm -hmm. towards like your future and creating what it is that you want with your business and your legacy a lot of people can have these goals and think like I'll be happy when I achieve them when I get there that's when I'll feel fulfilled that's when I'll feel successful and I know you're obviously spiritual and you're very well connected within yourself but I think it's important to talk about this because some people might benefit from hearing the danger of falling into the trap of being like I'm working on myself I'm working on my business and you know I've got this future I'm striving towards and I'll be happy when I get there how important is it for you to just kind of enjoy more of the process of who you are in the journey and feeling like get happy within yourself right now as opposed to thinking when you get when you achieve that goal you'll be successful yeah it's so important it's really vital in the past I've fell into patterns of always looking towards the future always looking towards these milestones in business and within myself and personal growth and it just stops you from just living basically just enjoying life and it's so important to just come back into that present moment and actually enjoy where you are now and be fulfilled like with, with where you are now because when these things do manifest you're going to be even more delighted with them you know it's mm. it's actually more it, it gives more to be like that because if you're not if you're not in tune with the present moment when these things do happen it's like you're not even going to be fully in tune with them because you'll just be looking to something else in the future so I think just staying grounded within the moment and just actually gratitude is a massive part of it for me is just keeping list of things that I'm grateful for every day you know writing things and once you get started you can't stop so a lot of people find that they'll write three things and it's like you can think of 30 things you know once you get going and and writing and things is really good for me I really enjoy writing it's it's like you just you start to realize there's all these things around you already so you don't have to look to the future as much then so I think 
a practical way to stay grounded in the now is gratitude because that just keeps you more focused of what's around you right now what you're grateful for and when these things do happen it's going to feel even more amazing because you're already happy with where you are now Mm. and it's also like looking back at how far you've come like what you've achieved on your own journey because so much can change in the space of a year two years can't it when you're working on yourself yeah 100 percent. if I look back five years it's just the amount of transformations and things that have happened and I think in business it teaches you a lot about life because there's so many initiations there's so many you know, I can think of so many dark places that I've been in, in terms of just, you know, just the, the struggle. It, it's hard, it's not easy. And that has taught me a lot about life. I think it's taught me more about life than I ever could have learned if I would have just, you know, stayed on the path I was on, following what everyone else wants me to do. Because when I went to university, that was a lot more, you know, I did enjoy psychology, but it was a lot more of like what everyone else expected of me, you know, to leave school, get a degree. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's that that's wrong because some people that's the right path for them and that's that's their, you know, that's their path. But for me, that didn't feel right. So coming out of that and just it's just yeah, just amazing to, to look back and to see the amount of things that have happened and how it's developed me as a person and the lessons that I've learned. Every single struggle has had the most amazing lesson that it's just yeah, it's like it's like fast forward. I always feel like when we go on the path that we're meant to be on, we learn all the things that we're meant to learn, it just happens faster. Mm. So it's like it's all crammed into these like five years it could have took me you know 40 years 50 years to learn if if I wouldn't have been on this path so yeah and you've done amazing and you know it's still like very much at the beginning for you as well so it's really exciting if there's any people who are listening and they're aspiring entrepreneurs and they want to create their own thing from your experience of what you've built so far what advice would you give to somebody who's just right at the beginning just starting off to create a business that is successful I'd just say you know there's not one way to do things it's not one size fits all and that actually applies to everything in life but more so business because I feel like there's a huge pressure to you know have a business plan have all these things in place it's like who teaches us about these things in school I didn't learn anything like that so when people were like oh you need to have a business plan you need to do this to me, I was just like, it just, that doesn't sit right. And I've still managed to create a business. So it's not, you don't have to do it the traditional way or the way people think you should. It's more about finding what works for you. And once you find what works for you, you don't have to worry about all of the other ways that you can create a business or be successful. That's, you know, individual to you. And I think it's about staying true to yourself. So if you find something that works for you in business, you follow that system and don't get caught up in what everyone else is doing because every single person's journey is going to be unique to them so it's a hundred percent just about staying true to your path and honoring that and not worrying about what anyone else is doing yeah definitely and it all links to your message really about being authentic and connecting to that inner guidance Mm -hmm, definitely make it true (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah exactly and it, it it is and I love the names as well so that's I guess it leads me on nicely to ask you about like what have you got coming up like I know that you have your own podcast 
as well as the shops. So yeah, what else is in the pipeline? Yeah, so at the moment we're creating the new studio for Naked Tune. So this is the amazing mural that's been done by Jasmine. She's just done all of our brands and she's phenomenal. Um, she's actually opening up a studio too in the city centre that's going to be for women creatives. So it's going to be all women in this building doing all different things like workshops, art, you know, graphic design, all of these creative things, which is unbelievable. So I'm so excited for that to open. But yeah, she's done the mural. So the space is going to be set up within the next couple of months. And we're just going to see how the flow, you know, how everything comes together. And um, so I've just moved house as well. So that's been a big, you know, mm of moving everything over and things so once the studio is set up I'll be back recording Naked Truth podcast the skincare I've got some more you know new exciting things coming up with that that I'm going to be sharing and then just yeah taking the shots to the next level really I'm studying herbalism at the moment as I mentioned before um, and I'm also studying astro herbalism so this is going to really help to deepen the connection with the planets and the plants um, and then hopefully I can provide more of a tailored service because that's what I want to be able to do. Um, as I said, not one size fits all. And that's the same in herbalism. That's the same for, you know, eating anything. So I want to really be able to create more unique tailored plans for people and be able to, I guess, just connect with people on a more individual level. So I don't know where that's going to take me yet. I don't know how it's all going to integrate, but I've got another year um, of studying for the herbalism. And then once I come out of that, I'll be um, a vitalist herbal practitioner. So I don't know where that's going to take me. Um, I'm just going to kind of take one step at a time. Like I always have done. I've never really had a plan. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to see what aligns near the time, but that's all really exciting and I'm really loving it. So. so exciting, it really is. And I don't know, I just get a feeling it's just going to be so bigger than what it is. Do you know what I mean? I can just sense it from you, even though I'm not with you in person. I can just tell how passionate you are about it and so knowledgeable that you actually invest in this type of stuff. Like you're not just saying it because it might be a bit trendy at the minute. Like it's genuinely you. It's part of who you are. Oh, thank you so much. it's okay and I think as well like with um the the vent like the business ventures around like not having a plan I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing like you can't always predict everything can you yeah definitely I think it's again finding the balance between you know setting intentions and having intentions in what you do but also just surrendering to the flow that will be because at the end of the day the past year has shown us mm. even if we do have a plan you know we just don't know do we so no not at all so um I find for me it's just it's presented more opportunities for me because I've been open enough to to you know see whatever opportunities come about definitely and that I think that's the type obviously the type of person you are in the mindset that you have to be able to see things from a different perspective as opposed to like a limiting perspective which has helped your growth mm-hmm, definitely yeah and uh, yeah. I've loved this episode so much I think we've been recording yeah an hour but it's oh, blue, hasn't it it goes so fast it I mean it's um an amazing thing to get guests on and I've I've found this with Naked Truth I mean I've only done 15 episodes but to have people in 
and to be able to give them that space and you know hold that space for them to be able to express themselves and be able to look back at the whole journey it's actually really magical because a lot of people say if they're not used to you know going on to podcasts and stuff they say wow this is the first time I've actually reflected on yeah. the past few years of my life and being able to tell it and tell my story and I think it's such an amazing thing to do so I'd just like to thank you for holding the space. Oh, I want to thank you for coming on because I've, I've just enjoyed every moment of it and it's really inspiring for me as well and that because obviously as a local girl to see what can be achieved and I love the perspective of like supporting other women and I like the podcast doing the podcast because I like to get people on and see like well what's your story what did you do and then learn things too because that's what life's about connection and understanding and growing and evolving and then creating good content so other people can listen to so it's, honestly I've loved it so much thank you thank you so much